This is In the Know for Friday, January 27th, the 27th day of 2023. There are 338 days left in the year. Good morning, MD. Guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube. On Twitter, the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Plus, we'll get you ready for a big weekend. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on the end. Duh. No. Settling into my left. Rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Here's my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm cold. You're cold? <laughs> Boy, it was cold outside yeah. this morning. Believe it or not, it's going to warm up. It felt like 18, uh, about 6 a.m. this morning, but it's going to feel maybe in the 50s. Uh, well, the wind chill may keep it feeling a little less than that today. I need uh, I need an official ruling from you. You know, it is a uh, lifelong goal of mine to bring back old-timey words that we have long since retired and not used, and I think they still can be a- applicable yes. in day-to-day conversation. Mm-hmm. But this one, well... It could be. It could cause some controversy. Um, so the word is. It's a one word, but it starts with the word clatter. C L A T T E R. But the last four letters of the word are F A R T. So oh, clatter no. and then uh-uh. F A R T. No. Oh, you're saying no for sure, but yeah. you don't know what it means. No, I don't. Yeah. So Go there's a, there's not a possibility I that don't you think want so. you. Mm-mm. Okay, it means someone who is a gossip or a blabbermouth. I'm sorry. Okay, but but imagine the word though, and it describes a gossip or a bladder, blabbermouth. You can see how it would be oh, appropriate. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I just don't. But yeah, I no, don't, don't want to ever hear you're that not, word. You're not willing to sign off on that word. Okay, all right, fine. Not even when it's in compound form, apparently. <laughs> no. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe: London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Brownsville. He's Sam Gormley. And us. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Well, I'm kind of doing some long-range planning. Uh, I'm wondering if you and I could collaborate. we got a couple of years to get it worked out. But as part of the 2024 Summer Games in Paris, okay, they are going to have break dancing as an oh, Olympic God. sport. And I was wondering if you and I work really hard, could we be the broadcasting duo? Oh. Could we be the commentators? For I mean, because I have a history of knowing the heritage well, of the sport. Don't, don't you need like a color analyst in Sheriff Chaffins? Because well, doesn't he no, have a little no, bit he, of a background? He doesn't have. He, I mean, he might he he might have a background in dancing, but he's not good enough to be a broadcaster. No, uh, <laughs> not like that. Not. For, well, I mean, he not might be able the, to bring you a little bit more color analysts. Not on the world stage. I'm, well, I, what I'm saying is, you you could be the Mike Tarico, and I'll be the Chris Collinsworth of the break dancing because I can really get inside uh-huh. breaking, as they're calling it. They're not going to call it break dancing. It's because the Olympic sport is called breaking. Is UConn our sideline guy? Sure, he can be the sideline guy. That'd be fine. But, I mean, I don't know anything about rock climbing. I don't know anything about skateboarding or BMX, but I could talk a little bit about braking. You know, like <laughs> the I don't, I don't the know heavier the boom box they carry into the 
Octagon. Okay, just give it some thought. We got some time to figure it out. Gusty winds, warmer temperatures into the weekend. So your wig is going to get blown around a little bit today. We're going to see breezy and warm tomorrow as high as we'll near 70. Here between the lakes, I think we'll trip the 50-degree wire. It may feel a little cooler than that because of the uh, gusty winds, but I do think we'll get to 51 here locally today, and I think that we could maybe get close to touching 60 tomorrow. But overnight, we'll see a drop down to about 35. Rain returns on uh, Sunday, dry, mostly dry on Monday. Then looking at the Groundhog Day, 35 will be your high for Groundhog Day. All right, big day around the country. Lots of national news headlines and things to kind of keep an eye on. They are bracing in Memphis today because the uh, uh, body cam video footage of that uh, tragedy they had, the killing of uh, of uh, Tyre Nichols. They have fired five Memphis police officers, but and they have been in, those police officers have been indicted. And that video is going to be released today. So they're sort of bracing for what the reaction will be when that video comes out later today. I was just seeing here on my screen, too, the Paul Pelosi video is out today. So whatever con- uh, whatever, uh, whatever conspiracy theories have been out about that will probably be either ruled in or ruled out. I was reading also, <laughs> you've been following this classified document story. You know, it was Mar-a-Lago, and then it was... Uh, Delaware, and then it was Indiana, and now the uh, National Archives have kind of sent, quietly sent a little note to each living former president and vice president to say, hey, if you could double check your storage (laughs) just to see if there's anything lying around out there and uh, let us know, Mm -hmm. which I think... Better time, better now than... I mean, oh yeah, this is the time to do it. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's that's right. But it it kind of does, you know. Does it take a lot of the wind out of the sails for the special prosecutors that Merrick Garland has already? He's appointed two. He had to do the one on the Trump, and then he had to do the one on Biden. But then, if you know, Clinton's going to say, "Oh, by the way, I found a file," you know, and as uh, uh, President mm-hmm. Bush, you know, et cetera. I, I don't know. I mean, what if they find some in H.W. Bush's, like, storage unit? I know he's no longer with us, but he probably still has, like, some... That's right. Th- th- what, what are they going to do to him? All we got to do is also drive down to Middle Tennessee. We can go through Al, Al Gore's big uh, big mansion. We can probably go, you know, find some, find some documents in his. You know, you can go all the way back to the Clinton administration. He was the vice president, so he's probably sitting on some documents and may not even know it. But mm-hmm. while we're doing a clean sweep, we might as well do a clean sweep. The U.S. has infiltrated a big ransomware gang. You may work for a company or you may personally have been victim of these ne'er-do-wells who are f- find out a way to hold your data hostage or to lock your devices and then demand some type of ransom payment on behalf of it. And the United States, the FBI, and international partners have at least temporarily disrupted the network of a prolific ransomware gang they infiltrated last year, saving victims, including hospitals and school districts, a potential $130 million in ransom payments. And basically they say, we hacked the hackers. And they said they used legal means, though, to get inside this network of this, what they call the ransomware gang. I think it's called the Hive. 
or just Hive mm-hmm. is the name of the network, and they were able to get inside and um, do some and disrupt them. So that's that's good. Uh, the best defense is a good offense, right? Or is that the best offense is a good defense? Yeah, or a little are, bit of both would both be appropriate. Mm-hmm. Either way, Orange Man Bad back on Facebook. If you have been. Um, if you have thought Facebook's been a little bit boring the last couple of years, well, just get ready. Maybe uh, former President Trump's reemergence on on Facebook will stir things up to your liking. But yeah, he served a two year two year ban, and supposedly he's been awfully quiet. You know, whether it's it just in general since since his uh, since his announcement that he's running for president again went over like a lead balloon, and people just went, oh, okay, he doesn't seem to be as well, he's he's very active on his social media. He is. Yeah. That's how, at do, least, how do you know? I Twitter. Uh, still, you get the people who will be like, "Look what he's saying." Yeah. Okay. Um, I not made it over to Truth Social. Uh, yeah, not it's, uh, uh, it's not by choice. <laughs> uh, all right, closer to home, an emergency protective violation, an emergency protective order violation. Had, uh, investigation has resulted in the arrest of a Litchfield man on multiple drug charges. Earlier this week, around 5 a.m., law enforcement officers were dispatched to a home on Shauna Drive in reference to an EPO violation. But when they got there, the alleged violator of the EPO, a 27-year-old Dustin Davis, had already left and then um, found that he he could possibly be found at an address at uh, Bear Creek Apartments on Thomas Drive. So they went there, found him, found him with uh, drugs, Etc. He was arrested and charged with uh, on drug charges, and uh, I don't know if he's charged for violating EPO or whatever. But so hey. I didn't notice it this morning, but now that it, his photo is up on the screen, is that a ligature mark around his neck? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I hadn't noticed that either. Interesting. I don't uh, know. I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, I hope not, but yeah. Now, now I see what I, yeah. s- I see what you're. I didn't notice to. it this morning, yeah. but. A Glasgow man has been arrested after police found a bomb at his home. This happened last night about 8 o'clock. The uh, authorities there responded to Redwood Street when they got a report of a possible explosive device. It uh, allegedly being reported by multiple other agencies as a homemade pipe bomb. They have not released the name of the person arrested. But a 48-year-old Jeffrey Neal was lodged in the Barron County Detention Center last night and charged with third-degree use of a weapon of mass destruction. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's not every day Mm -hmm. you find a weapon of mass destruction charge. In Glasgow. And probably never are you going to find a day where there are two in the same day that aren't related. (laughs) So I'm going to go, you can probably draw a straight line between those two incidents, even though they haven't released the information officially. An Ohio County teenager has been killed after being hit by a vehicle. The Ohio County Sheriff's Office said Wednesday night about 8, deputies responded to vehicle versus pedestrian in the 5100 block of Hawesville Road in Reynolds Station. 19-year-old Alex Walters of Roseville was walking on Hawesville Road when he was struck by a vehicle being driven by uh, Lagana Coppage of Fordsville. They had performed CPR on Walters until medical personnel arrived, but the victim was pronounced deceased at the scene by the Ohio County Coroner's Office. Uh, tragic news there. A business that will support electric vehicle battery production here in the Commonwealth and uh, around the region is slated to open in southern Kentucky. They made this announcement yesterday. 
that um, Liochem E-Materials, a subsidiary of Toyo Inc., will locate in a refurbished facility in Simpson County, might be visible from I-65. Uh, when you travel I-65 through Franklin, you may see the building they're going to go in. A $104.4 million investment will create 141 jobs over a 10-year period with an average hourly wage of about $29 an hour, uh, including including benefits. So 310 Ronnie Clark Drive in Franklin is where the refurbished building is going. They also, they being state officials, made another announcement yesterday for a steel plant. A Kentucky stainless steel plant is spending $244 million to expand its facility in Carroll County. That was according to Governor Bashir. North American Stainless will add space to its $4 million, or $4 million square foot plant at about 70 jobs, according to the governor. Also, another na- uh, national headline, but does have implications locally. The FDA this week has declined to regulate CBD, and rather they have called on Congress to fix it, that it requires legislative involvement than for them to uh, handle it at the regulatory level. So might uh, also go along with THC and whatever else that they may are, they're eventually going to have to work on. Cougar basketball tonight, both Cougars and Lady Cougars will be traveling on the road due south. They'll be going south of the border to downtown Browntown for a district doubleheader. And uh, always a lot on the line when you're in a district matchup, Sam. Yeah, you got Edmondson County and Grayson County. I mean, that obviously is going to be a very exciting <laughs> matchup. I mean, anytime those two schools match up in whatever sport it might be, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, as the Cougars, uh, both both the Cougars and Lady Cougars won district games last time, last week. So they were able to get up, and they're now 1-2 and two in district play. So they will try to move to 500. And if the Lady Cougars can win tonight, that'd be their sixth straight win, which is their longest would be their longest win streak since uh, the girls went to the state in 2017 when they won six in a row to get to that point. So it's a good mark to get there if they can get that and pick up the win tonight in in Edmondson County. And then I was told by Little Birdie that um, I don't want to give away too many details, but if you're going tonight and we'll try to bring it to you live, just make sure you're in your seats by the time they announce the boys basketball starting lineups. Hmm. No additional hint. Uh, I don't want. I don't want to because I the <laughs> outlet that was given to me was in a private setting, so I don't want to. In case okay. something drastic is planned, or if just, so, there might just, be something neat at correct. at the time of the starting okay. lineup announcement of the boys' game. Correct. So, so just around make sure eight o'clock. Seven between seven thirty and eight, something something like that. It it just always kind of depends, but still, you'll want to make sure that uh, you're in your seats, <laughs> or if you're there, and we'll. Try to figure out a way to give it to you live as well. Uh, what are the district standings, by the way? I've kind of oh, lost oh, track. Do oh you gosh, know? you're putting me on the spot here. Um, you uh, have Edmondson is in. No, technically, Whitesville Trinity is still in first in boys at two and one because they beat Edmondson. But Edmondson is also two and one. Butler is one and two. Grayson is one and two. So it technically, if the season would have ended last week, it would be Whitesville, Grayson, Butler, Edmondson. Uh, basically, what I was trying to figure out is, you know, kind of what's at stake Correct. for the Cougars and Lady Cougars so the tonight. Lady Cougars, because you're about halfway through the district season, like well, after three tonight. Games in. Yeah, no, three games yeah, in. Yeah, so you're already three games in. This would be the fourth. So this is the first time that you're playing a district team twice uh, this year. And, I mean, it's both the Lady Cougars and Cougars are one and two. Um, Edmondson and girls is 
two and one, Butler and girls two and one. So it's pretty much you've got two teams at two and one, two teams at one and two, and both. It just kind of depends on which but one. It things is. could even out pretty quick, though. It is. You know, you, both you team, could blink you tonight, could, and it could be two and two. Yeah, it could be five hundred across the district, boys, which would yes. be really exciting heading heading down the stretch. So, well, uh, congratulations, or actually, good luck to uh, uh, those uh, young people who will be vying on the hardwood tonight, and uh, best of luck to them. We'll have all the coverage. What about five forty? Yes. Locker room show. 540 locker room show from downtown Browntown. Across all the platforms. (laughs) And by the way, don't forget to click that subscribe button on YouTube. That's the easiest way. Search K105 The Best Mix. Yeah, you get notified. And then that way, when you you get the ball game, you don't ever miss one. And if you go there right now, there's already a link. Yeah, so super easy. Just click the subscribe button and you'll be golden. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. Today is Punch the Clock Day guess you may sort of already be doing that. I actually uh, did that at my old job down in Bowling Green. It was the only time where you just stick the thing in and it Yeah. Yep. It was the only time I'd ever Not had to do that. Interesting. Yeah. It was uh, kind of weird because every other time it had been a computer or yeah, honor I, system. I haven't or, had a clock since Druthers. <laughs> the old clunk clunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, had to. I was the only person in the building that got to use it, too. Really? So, uh-huh. Oh, did that feel good or bad? I was the only part-timer. Um, well, as I, if I recall, uh, I would take my time card down out of the you know the big metal rack, mm-hmm. and then you would put it in there, mm-hmm. and the clunk sound was when you put it in there, those little miniature pterodactyl birds, their beaks went mm-hmm. down over and punched holes in your time card. I may be confusing that with an episode Uh of Flintstones, but Uh I think I have it recalled correctly. Mine didn't punch holes. Mine was just ink. (laughs) Yeah, mine was ink at the hospital as well. It was ink. I think, yeah. It could have been... It was the could metal. have been birds punching holes with their beaks. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, today is fun at work day. All right. I think we, we, we do a pretty good job of that. And today is Thomas Crapper Day. Thanks to the, in honor of the man who invented the toilet flush mechanism. No, oh, I mean, that's pretty important. Yes, it is. Yep. Was his last name really Crapper? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thomas Crapper and Company. And uh, it's National Geographic Day. Big fan. Today, marking the 1888 foundation. Tomorrow is Lego Day. Tomorrow is Kazoo Day. Oh, I'm so, I think. Oh. I think Elena needs a kazoo, no, doesn't listen, she? I, listen, we will Where, not the be celebrating at? those tomorrow. Where's, where's her little guitar at? It's over, oh, there it is. It's think, over there. Don't she need to take that home? No. Uh, batar. 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 Corn Chip Day is Sunday, and Puzzle Day is Sunday. So yeah, okay. either crossword or jigsaw, knock yourself out. I guess Sudoku is actually a puzzle as well. Word search? Um, I don't know if that's a puzzle. Yeah, I guess it is. Word puzzles, search is fine. Puzzles open to interpretation. That's true. You're exactly right. Uh, today, uh, also, so there was today, tomorrow, and Sunday. Today is also the day that if... Boy, I really hope I'm not stepping out of bounds here. Uh, Today's the day that I think if you have young kids, you can (laughs) also participate at the Grayson County Public Library. Uh, Miss Buckles over there is going to be guest reader at, what, 4 o'clock today? 4 o'clock, and I'm going to have a little helper with me. Uh, So I'm going to read The Biggest Snowman Ever. Uh, The theme is uh, winter, so we're continuing, like, with a winter theme. Um, 
I think this round is the last round of winter, and they're moving on to uh, spring is coming up, obviously. But um, I'm reading The Biggest Snowman Ever. Um, there was an, I always want to say Anne. Uh, there was a old lady that swallowed uh, some snow. And I'm going to deviate a little bit and read What If Everyone Did That. It is a great book. Um, it talks about littering, like what if everyone did that? Uh-huh. What if everyone threw it out their car? Right. Um, it's a, it is approved by Miss Laura. I ask if I could add it to mine. So you're you're calling an audible, and she yes. said okay. She, she said signed okay. off. Yes, I told her about the book. That's and good. She I said, guess she understands fine. that it's an important lesson. Yes. Yeah. What if everybody did? What if I everybody just threw? You were going like War and Peace or something to, to mm. read to them. <laughs> See you next week. Yeah. And if you start to, if you start that this afternoon, I'll see you sometime middle of February. I may have some treats and toast. So yeah, I, I think I saw some treats yeah. lying around. Four like, o'clock. Oh, that was cool. Four o'clock. Ah, see, we'll we'll be uh, we'll be about road. passing through Anetta at that point, oh, hopefully. Okay. So like, yeah. oh, we'll. Uh, maybe but, you can throw some at us as we drive okay. by. But so you could have thrown some at us the other day as we drove by. I could. Yeah, I could. I could. We, we passed uh, you in route to Owensboro. What? Uh, is there an age range that you think is ideal for? Um, I, they didn't really give me an age range to go on. Okay. So, but do you think? So, I guess what I'm asking this is probably something I should have asked you a few days ago. Are they relying upon us to drum up a crowd, or do they have like a built-in, like they have a group that usually participates, and you just happen to be they, the reader this time? They have a group. Um, I don't know if this is part of the curriculum. Um. But they have different age range groups, and then they have homeschool groups as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't know if this is like their, um, you know, they have like a toddler group. They have um, kindergarten to, I think, fourth grade. I, I'm not sure of the age ranges. But I think everybody, I mean, I know everyone can participate. I don't know that it's geared toward any specific group or um, I hope to see all of them there. Yeah. I think the well, books, we have a great public library, yes. so it's uh, no, it'll be uh, no, it'll be a great. I think the books will be good for all ages. So, yeah, the especially the what if everyone did that exactly? Yeah, what if everyone had chickens running around wild in their yard? <laughs> right, Sam. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, no, I mean, accurate. <laughs> the, very accurate. What if everyone drove in the left lane mm-hmm. at twenty miles under the speed limit? Uh, these cities were just named the world's friendliest travel. De- I ran into a good Samaritan yesterday. Somebody who thought they were just being good, letting everybody turn in front of them, mm-hmm. and they had traffic stacked up behind them. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Be predictable. You're supposed mm-hmm. to be predictable. You're not supposed to." Okay, sorry. These cities were just named the world's friendliest travel destinations, and unfortunately, there are several of them that I have a hard time pronouncing. Caneyville. Caneyville did not quite make the top ten. Caliviate? Uh That's just outside the top ten as well. Uh, at number one on the list, Polinano. No, it's not Nano because that would be Spanish. It's a town in Italy called Polignano Amare. Nailed it. Okay. P-O-L-I-G-N-A-N-O. Clabber F-A-R-T. <laughs> no, that's not okay. Those uh, that's not it. Polignano Amare. Okay, that's number one. Never heard of it. I wonder if it's in the boot, or if it's in the heel, or no clue. And not even going to attempt to type that in. At number two, Hualien oh, no. City, Taiwan. 
H-U-A-L-I-E-N, Taiwan, at number two, the friendliest. Wait a minute, these are friendly, the friendliest. Didn't say they're the most beautiful. Or they're... Yeah, I'm not even going to try and Google it. See? Third, third on the world's friendliest travel destination, San Sebastian, Spain. Dresden, Germany at number four. Klaipeda, Lithuania at number five. York in the United Kingdom at number six. That's that's in England, not just the United Kingdom. That's specifically England. Oh, it's pretty far south, Italy. It is. Mm-hmm. Polignano Amare. Mm-hmm. It's not Amore. It's Amare. But it's Amare. There's the eyes in there. I thought it was Amare. It's oh, ah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Technically three words, the way uh-huh. it's spelled out. Uh, Ushuaia, Argentina at number seven. I've heard a lot about Argentina. Don't cry for me. Number eight. Porto de Galenas, Brazil. Number nine, Mexico City, Mexico. Boy, it's a big city. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. yeah. And, and high in elevation, too. The Gold Coast of Australia at number 10. The world's friendliest travel destinations. Hmm. None of those were on my maybe some of those countries were on my list of, mm-hmm. to go to but none of those I was apparently not using friendliness as my metric for trying to figure out the places that I want to go. So does that mean we should cancel your your tickets to Mexico City? I have a feeling I'm not going anywhere near Mexico City. I think it's safe to say you probably won't find me there. What about Argentina? I might go to Argentina. Uh-huh. I mean, it's I would like to go to Brazil, but there are also a bunch of places I'd probably rather go first. A new update to a story that was circulating a couple of days ago. I first saw it and thought, and I kind of bought into it. Uh, I wasn't watching it, but I saw a video of it on Twitter. It's the Loyola Mm -hmm. Duquesne basketball game. And so the video was the two teams are just running up and down the floor when all of a sudden... There's this guy who wanders onto the floor trying to deliver McDonald's food <laughs> to someone in the crowd. And the officials finally stopped the game. Like the if you watch the video, the, two, the teams are playing on this end of the floor and this guy just starts wandering on the corner and he's looking up in the crowd and he's got his delivery bag of McDonald's food trying to find the section aisle and seat that he's supposed to deliver to. And it looked legit to me and I thought Boy, that driver is completely dense to just walk out there on the floor. Well, now they're saying that an Uber Eats delivery person might have been a YouTube prank. Yeah. There's no way that that's not. These YouTube pranksters decided, hey, this will be funny. And then you think they filed the order and just gave them a section and a... Did the driver know what was going on? Yes. The driver was in on the fix? I imagine it was. So it's just basically a free, it's free publicity. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because now you know welcome. There were some people that thought, is this a Super Bowl? Like that this is turning into being a Super Bowl ad or something like that of we're Uber Eats, we'll deliver anywhere kind of thing. Hmm. So I'm curious, do you know if, I mean, what happens if somebody walks onto the floor with a bag of Uber Eats tonight at the, uh, at the, in downtown Browntown? Like what will, what will happen? Well, I've got several scenarios that just ran through yeah, my mind. Me too. Anybody say it was at Edmondson County? <laughs> yes, okay, it's well in that, downtown that, Browntown. That rules out one of them. Uh... <laughs> I'm afraid, even I don't. Yeah, 
Okay, well, Sam knows which one just got ruled out. What's, uh, what's funny is I can I can continue uh, after. <laughs> All right, zip it. Okay, never uh, mind. Yeah. Um, okay, let me ask you this: Do you think we will see an Uber Eats delivery driver show up in one of the conference championship games on Sunday? No. Like, is this part of an? Is this a? Is this an is this a no. building advertising campaign? Maybe that a commercial. We're going to see? Okay. But no, because here's the thing: that was Duquesne against two. Loyola. Exactly. That's but, that's the thing. Is it's like in the list of things. I mean, and I'm not just saying this as somebody who has a team in the game on Sunday. Yeah. But those mean a a whole heck of a lot more as far as monetary. I mean, can you imagine if? If an Uber Eats, if somebody walked out into the middle of the field, I mean, they'd be tackled by security immediately. 100. But as someone who's been in marketing for a long time. Are they going to pay the guys? Loyola and Duquesne would have gladly cashed the check from Uber as the setup mm-hmm. to a, I mean, you know, we crashed the Mr. Peanut mobile. Like we killed mm-hmm. Mr. Peanut three years ago as this big grandiose Super Bowl marketing campaign. So I'm just saying. I wouldn't be shocked if something happens and it culminates on Super Bowl Sunday What's and there's an joke? Uber Eats driver who carries the coin, like the coin that, we're going to do for the toss. The Uber Eats delivery driver is going to carry that with his McDonald's bag out to midfield. To, you let, know, it's, to let Joe Burrow call the toss. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. So uh, do I have time for that? Yeah. Oh, speaking of Super Bowl, Ozzy Osbourne is apparently getting an office job that he may not be suited for in a new Super Bowl ad. So that's at least one that we're hearing about, that Ozzy has to wear a suit and tie to work. I wouldn't want to be Ozzy's oh co-worker. He's a, they ask, like, who's the new guy? I can't even. He looks like a Karen. Yeah, there's he There's a like, lot going on there. Was it Lucifer we were talking about <laughs> earlier this week, the cat that needs to change it? $7 million is the going rate, by the way, for the Super Bowl ads this year. 30 seconds, $7 wow. million. We can make you a heck of a deal. We can mm-hmm. do it for half that. <laughs> and we'll put it on. We'll run every. Just let us know. During tonight's game, we'll put it on every single ad. We'll run it four or five times. I mean, it just that's all you got to know. So next week is when we'll start to, after the conference championships on Sunday, then you've got that two-week build up to Super Bowl. So we'll start hearing mm-hmm. about ads. There was an interesting feature on Real Sports this month. It's the 39th season, episode one, if, you're, if you have HBO and want to go find it. But they did, a, they did a kind of a thing on how they use the DeMar Hamlin story to look at other athletes who have collapsed at various levels, two here in Kentucky. They were high school athletes and talking about the importance of AEDs and that type of thing. Your buddy Julian Tackett was interviewed as part of that story, too. Yeah, because, I mean, he, they're under they're under some fire because, yeah, I mean, the, one was St. Henry. Uh-huh, that's right. So, Kentucky. anyway, that's I didn't know if you knew that he was on that show this week, but he was. And... um I completely forgot where I was going with that on the on the real sports, but um, we'll start seeing we'll we'll seeing a lot of talk about Super Bowl over that uh, couple of week break. The Super Bowl MVP odds are out, the odds, the picks, the predictions. So we got plenty of time over the next couple of weeks to get in those into those as well. But Joe Burrow seems to be the favorite 
right now. The betting favorite again, for most likely to I win. I did not pick this picture. This picture was assigned to me. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, he's at plus 350. I don't really know what that means, but... Uh, 3.5 uh, uh, to 1 odds. Joe Burrow at the 350, Brock Purdy from the 49ers at 650. And then if the, someone from the Chiefs were to win it, they say it won't be Mahomes because he's too banged up to, nah, to be the MVP. He's fine. Tra- he's are they saying Travis Kelsey? Uh, no, Isaiah Pacheco. Oh, Pacheco? From, Pacheco, you're right. First yeah. time from Rutgers. No. Nah, he's from, he went to school in New Jersey. He did. Good for him. He's a rookie. And then a naked. New Hampshire man is facing multiple charges, including indecent exposure after he allegedly ran from a car accident in uh, New Hampshire. Officials with the Plaistow Police Department said just before 9 a.m. Wednesday, officers were called to an accident involving three vehicles at the intersection of uh, blank and blank. Arriving officers reportedly found multiple vehicles with heavy damage at the scene, but were soon informed by a witness about the driver of a Jeep Compass that allegedly caused the crash. Learning that the driver apparently ran down Main Street after the crash, they searched and located the individual identified as Timothy O'Rourke. They said he had been running behind Main Street homes wearing no clothes and coated in blood. They finally caught up with him and arrested him. My question is... Was he naked at the time of the wreck? Yeah, mine too. Right? Did he get, mm-hmm. did he, was he like, I got to take these bloody clothes off and blah, blah, blah. Uh, the other thing is, I don't know, I've never been to New Hampshire, but my supposition would be it's cold in New Hampshire <laughs> in January. You're probably accurate yeah. in saying so. So, if you're going streaking, we're going streaking through the quad. You're going streaking through New Hampshire, uh, you're bait and tackle probably gonna get frostbit <laughs> we gotta get to a break we'll come back more on the way here on in the know did you know a 2014 study determined the melting point of mozzarella makes it the best cheese for topping pizza makes sense yes the ideal melting point to uh, make it what we use to cover our Pizza pie. Because you don't want to melt it too to much. Am I allowed to call it a pizza pie mm-hmm. if I want to? It's okay. There you go. It's good. I don't know. There are a couple of chains, though, that use, like, something different. They use Munster or... Well, they. I think they'll, like, they'll throw it in there. It's a blend? Uh-huh. Really? I thought that one, that that one, that one that's named after a resort in Las Vegas next door to the Bellagio... Has the orange box. I thought they had Munster cheese. Oh. The little, the little brother of the... the okay. They Why am I missing there. this? Huh? Okay. <clears throat> All right. We got one of them here. <laughs> I was talking with Chris Winkle yesterday about Caesar's Palace. And I, gotcha. I, I laughed okay. with him um, about... Because as we learned, the Caesar slept there. Mm-hmm. So that was mm-hmm. the... We learned a lot from the movie The Hangover, <laughs> including that Caesar slept there. Did Caesar sleep here? <coughs> no. Uh, this weekend's movie premieres is an R-rated horror mystery called Fear. No thanks. Mm. I'm out on that. Uh, Joseph Sakura T.I., like the rapper T.I.? I guess. And Annie Alonza. A year into a pandemic... No, thanks. Already lived this movie. 
A year into a pandemic, a group of friends gather to stay at the historic Strawberry Lodge. Is that run by the Strawberry Queen? I, Wouldn't it is, make sense to the Strawberry Queen? Is that just is the proprietor of the Strawberry Lodge? Is that just the cookhouse? Maybe. <laughs> is the is, is the Strawberry Lodge on Tilden Lane? <laughs> what was supposed to be a celebratory weekend quickly turns into a nightmare when all the shaved ice melted. I'd like to see Dennis as a what kind of villain? I may what, be taking some liberties with the plot. Line. What kind of horror villain would he be? Or is Ti playing Dennis? Obviously. And on Amazon Prime, if you don't want to leave the house, an R. Rated action comedy called Shotgun Wedding, starring Jennifer Lopez, Josh Duhamel, and Jennifer Coolidge. Hmm. So, from White Lotus fame. There are your movies for the weekend. The most streamed TV shows and movies of 2022 probably aren't exactly surprises, but the uh, list is out. Uh, the top 15 The Simpsons at 15, Cobra Kai at 14. Uh, topped by Heartland, Wednesday, Supernatural. Seinfeld gets into the top ten on Netflix. Gilmore Girls at nine. Bluey at number eight. How many, <laughs> how many is Alea uh, out of the number on there? What, what percentage is she? Well, let's see. Bluey got 21.1 billion streams. Yeah. How many of those were Alea? Roughly 19 yeah. billion. Number seven, Criminal Minds. Six, Grey's Anatomy. Number five, Encanto. Fortunately, she likes that one, but fortunately it's not on loop. Mm -hmm. Like that's, I know for a lot of families that one's Mm -hmm. been on loop Mm -hmm. for the last year. Number four, Ozark. Number three, Coco Melon. What is that? It's on Netflix. I don't know. Isn't that a kid show? It is. It's a kid show. Hmm. We're not, yeah, we're not there yet. Is, I mean, I think it's for younger. I, like, I think it's younger yeah, than Alaya. Younger, younger than Alaya. Than Alaya so I yeah. guess we skipped over that one. Thank goodness. By the way, she'd really get into Ada Twist Scientist. And it's clever. It's good. And, you know, teaches about, you know, lots of good scientific things. Like Bill Nye? Uh, different. I mean, it's just, I mean, lots of same same principles, but just packaged differently. But. You know, when they have an idea, it's brainstorm, brainstorm, brainstorm. And, you know, so, but she had been watching it for a while. And I finally looked at the credits one day and then I told her, I said, you know, who the executive producers are of this show. She said, who's that? And I said, Barack and Flobama. <laughs> the Obamas are the executive really? producers mm-hmm. of Ada. Is it good? It's very good. It's, it's well done. It's, it's very, very well done. Very well done. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's got. She recognizes self in it, mm-hmm. right? There's people that look mm-hmm. like her, mm-hmm. and uh, it's packaged at an age where you learn, you know, whether it's meteorology <laughs> or any of the. I just use that because of the brainstorm thing, but there are lots of good lessons in there. NCIS is at number two, that's on Netflix currently, and Stranger Things at number one, most streamed for 2022. I guess that's okay. Succession. The season four teaser trailer is out, and the Roy family goes to war. I like Succession, but, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm glad it's continuing, but it's not one of those that I absolutely have to drop what I'm doing to watch. Saturday Night Live, the February 4th episode, will star Pedro Pascal. 
who plays the Mandalorian, as in addition to other things, but I know him for the Mandalorian. Coldplay will be the musical guest. Uh, I'll tell you who is hosting this week when we get to the television lineup for the weekend in just a few minutes. Britney Spears speaks out after fans call cops to her home. She says, my privacy was invaded. Okay. Well, when you go acting cray, don't be surprised when people who are trying to, right? She got a whole generation of fans that are trying to read the tea leaves on what her online behavior, and then they're trying to help her. But then she says, don't try and help me. I'm just fine. Uh, but yet... Here I am spending another day talking about Britney Spears. All about staying relevant, right? People continue to talk about you. You're doing something. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Finish it up for the week here on In the Know. MVP's point to ponder for today. By the way, before I get to that, you're a little feet fan. On KET recently, they did a big uh, you know, big uh, little feet like milestone concert. And the guys from Blackberry Smoke sat in with them. And I caught just a few minutes of it. It seemed phenomenal. So I look forward to going back and looking at that sometime. MB's point to ponder for today. Need to ask a question before I get to my point. Sam, do you, I don't know, never scrutinized. Do you have read receipt turned on yeah. or do you, you do have it on? Mm-hmm. Honey, I know you do and I do. Okay, so we all mm-hmm. use read receipt. So let me ask you, is left on delivered worse than left on red? Mm, I don't know. So don't know. left on to lips, you know, sometimes we've all done it. We, we're not going to open it because it mm-hmm. shows that I've read it. Mm-hmm. Right. And depending upon your device, you can see more of it or less. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if I glance at something on my iPad, I get more of a snapshot of what this is going to be. Mm-hmm. And then, but more and more, I've got some notifications on things turned off because they're people could just get to me too easily at times when like this is not what I'm doing right now I'm focusing mm-hmm. on other things but when you when you know though that it's just there and not and it's just delivered then does your mind start to play tricks and go well I'm not even important enough for them to open the message or mm-hmm. they're deliberately stonewalling yeah cuz I think the red at least says okay they've at least seen it you know, yeah, uh, I guess it really depends on who it is mm-hmm. and what the context is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if it were me to you and it just said delivered and it sat there for a little bit, I would open up and find like, where are you? Because that would give me an indication of uh-huh. are you involved in a conversation and just haven't you know, been be, able to get to it. That or? would be your secondary. Right. That would be your secondary way of basically verifying. Let, let's let's <laughs> let's be clear on what that is. Is he okay? Right, exactly. You know, that's, Are that's, you okay? Uh, mm-hmm. If the long time it goes delivered and not mm-hmm. read, then okay, where is he? Right. And but you know, so like if you look and you say, well, my location is um, at some odd mile marker along exactly. the Western Kentucky Parkway, then it's like, oh, we got, yes. Like, so so yeah, but but in general though, mm-hmm. it's like you read something, you go, okay, I read that, and you moved along. But if you send somebody that you don't know very well something, you say it just sat there delivered, but you know they got it. Right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I guess that can be worse. Or maybe that's just people's insecurities coming out going, oh, no, it's probably not the end of the world. 
On television tonight, 2020 is on ABC. Chris Angel's Magic with the Stars is on the CW. And on TLC, 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After, Michael risks his marriage by confronting Usman. Jenny goes off on Ed. Jovi and Yara's news makes Jaws drop. And Liz makes a decision about Ed. That's a rerun. It is? Yes. Okay. You have it on authority. The show prep acts like it's a new one. Nope. I think I'd rather watch paint dry. It is so good. I don't know. I do know who Ed is. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have, I have, uh, Walked through. I have been in orbit <laughs> enough around this programming that I know who Ed is because yeah. he's, he's funny miss. looking. Yes, very much so. I mean, I'm funny looking too, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying Ed is funny mm-hmm. looking on television tomorrow. The series premiere on uh, BBC a, that's the BBC America. American version. Planet Earth, Frozen Planet 2. Saturday Night Live, the host is Michael B. Jordan and Lil Baby performs. Then on Sunday, of course, 49ers at Eagles, mm-hmm. Bengals at Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Who day? All right, honey, who are you taking? You taking the 49ers? You taking rice and roni over Philly cheesesteak? Uh... Are you taking Skyline over Kansas City Barbecue? All right, um, Skyline and right. um, I guess Philly cheesesteak. I'm okay with that. You're all right with that? You'd rather have Philly cheesesteak than have the I don't know. 49ers? You don't care <clears throat> as long as they get there? It's, it's, I, I'm I wish I could. Food. I wish like, I literally could, food. I wish I could take the Niners offense and the Eagles defense. So, <laughs> But that's not an option. Uh, I'm sorry. Whoa. I'm sure I ever saw that view before. Yeah. I thought I saw one of them was Welcome to the Jungle, and I thought you were going to drop that in right now, and I was I was going to be very happy. Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, the inadvertent clicks around this place just kill me. <laughs> uh, and then on TV tonight, too, we have, we're headed to Brownsville. Yeah, really? <laughs> so, yeah. Tonight, 6 o'clock. Uh, five forty coverage. Just let it pass, right? On I Carolina saw the, five digit the pitch is right there over. It's over the center of the plate, but I just need to let it. It's like don't swing at it, right? You're allowed to do whatever you want. And if you don't want to watch football on Sunday night, Sing is on NBC. So the pig movie, where Reese Witherspoon plays a pig, and Seth Farland, and it's clear that uh, they know not to go up against the NFL. Yeah, that's the other. Yeah, most of those. Yeah, yeah, those those channels are just like let football be football. Today's and highlight. NBC might even have something since they're in the NFL contract that they might not be allowed to. Maybe uh-huh. today's highlight in history. This date, nineteen sixty-seven. Gus Grissom, Ed White, and Roger Chaffee died in a flash fire during a test aboard their Apollo spacecraft. In 1880, Thomas Edison received a patent for his electric incandescent lamp. In 1973, the Vietnam Peace Accords were signed in Paris. Western Union delivered his last telegram in 2006. I think it was delivered by a BlackBerry. The iPad was unveiled this date in 2010. The iPad is 13 years old now. I would almost thought it was older than that. Birthdays today, Mikhail... Mikhail Baryshnikov is 75. Chief Chief Justice John Roberts is 68. 
Richard Young of the Kentucky Headhunters is 68 today. Your buddy, right? Oh, yeah. 57 Chevy. Steven Tyler went to the show, got mad. Joe Perry wasn't the lead guitarist. That's a memory I will not soon forget. All because he was hopped up on cold medicine. Mimi Rogers is 67. Bridget Fonda is 59. Tracy Lawrence is 55. We featured some of his music yesterday. Sticks and Stones. Patton Oswalt is 54 today. Gone but not forgotten. Mozart, 1756. Lewis Carroll in 1832. So we ate at a restaurant. We've eaten there twice now. We ate there again recently uh, during uh, during break. It's called Wonderland. And it is a really neat experience. It it's all so based fun. upon Alice in Wonderland and this really, you know, just Very weird. creative. Yeah, land and sea and... Mm-hmm. Like it's it's really it's neat. It's the Royal Caribbean line has the I mean, has I, those restaurants. I played the Mad Hatter in a middle school play of Alice in Wonderland. You did? Uh-huh. Oh. She's got a picture with the Mad Hatter from a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I'm gonna need photos of that. No, Art Rooney. Those are, those are <laughs> Adele, we need those Adele. photos. Let's not. Art Rooney in 1901. Jerry Buss in 1934. Chart toppers. Why can't we see those? Yeah, it didn't. The, uh, I was sadly Johnny Depp, Mad Hat, Mad Hatter. Oh, so it it got a little weird. Oh, well, weird is what we were going for. <laughs> 1957, Harry Belafonte, number one with Jamaica. Down Farewell. the way where the nights are gay and the sun sorry, shines daily on the mountain top. Uh, I took a trip. I guess on it would have been seventh or eighth grade. Oh, okay, eighth grade maybe. Mm-hmm. 1966, The Beach Boys, number one, with Barbara Ann. Went to the dance. Rockin' and a rollin', rockin' and a reelin', Barbara Ann, Bob. Ah, 1975, The Ohio Players and Fire. That song is funky. Let's go to 1984, The Romantics, number one, with Talking in Your Sleep. Weird video. Yeah, I don't know what's going on over there. Their hairstyles along with them. Uh, let's go to 1993. Rex and a and And then let's go to O2 and Pink number one. Get the party started. When you hear it, you're obligated to get it started. Like, nobody can hear this and go, I refuse. To get the party started, it is a congressional, by congressional act, you're required. What's my name, Rihanna in 2011, and 10,000 hours, Dan and Shay and Justin Bieber three years ago today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Hope you have a great weekend, by the way. MB's Pearl of Wisdom, the foolish man seeks happiness in the distance. The wise man grows it under his feet. The foolish man seeks happiness in the distance. The wise man grows it under his feet. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.